Hey, do better tribers. You're welcome to episode 30 of the Blue Ribbon Podcast. Thank you so much for coming on yet another show. My name is Obakam Tom George, your quintessential host for those that just joined us for the first time. This is the podcast where we have conversations about culture, society with a dash of do better. We hope to inspire you through our journey and of course through the gems of other people hoping they're going to pick up some gems on the way. So you are welcome. Please, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do well to hit the subscribe button right now and also drop us a review to help other people find our podcast faster. Would really, really, really appreciate it. On today's episode, we have Olamide Akamolafe, aka the Akamolafe. All right, so we're going to be talking about cancel culture. But before we get into the conversation, let's take a word from today's sponsors. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shuklan. It's a really dope platform that helps you support your favorite content creators by tipping them with at least 100 naira. If you're a content creator or you know any content creator out there, please spread the word. Tell them to check for yushuklan.com. That's U-S-E-S-H-U-K-R-A-N.com. Please check out Shuklan on Twitter as well at useshuklan. It would be really, really nice for you to pass the word so that every content creator and creative out there can start earning their coins. If you know that you enjoy my content or you just like me, you know, just head over to the link in my show notes to drop a tip for me on Shuklan. Hello, Alamide. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thanks, Bora. Thanks for coming. So, um, like I mentioned earlier, on today's episode, we're going to talk about cancel culture. In fact, cancel, cancel culture. Because we can cancel, cancel culture. Oh shit. You said we should cancel cancel culture, like we should practice cancel culture on cancel culture. And then I don't know if it's the end, but it's like a loop type thing. But bro, I'm just trying to tell them how woke I am. That you can cancel cancel culture. <laughs> but you know, like this is the vibe it gives off. Like I am better off than you. I'm just gonna sit there and point fingers and tell the world how better off I am than you are, you know. That is the vibe it gives. It gives off the I'm better than you, I'm above you type of type of thing. Yeah, true. But you know, I'm just really weary of people who claim to cancel people, right? People who push the cancel culture thing. And in real life, when they come in contact with the person they claim to have cancelled, they're gonna kiss the person's feet. My point exactly is that they're fans. It's not like they're cancelling in real life. They just behind their keyboards and claiming to cancel but they still pay reverence they will still pay reverence if this person comes in contact with them so i'm just really for lack of better words about the double standards and the two-faced personality that people you know take up so first off what is cancel culture cancel culture basically is the practice of withdrawing support from people after they have done something considered offensive or objectionable. There's a, it's a lot of things to unpack, to be honest. What, what is everything, because I think everything is offensive now to anybody and every, everybody and everything. What do we consider as offensive on a general, like on an average level? I'm not even talking about your point of view or my point of view. I, don't, I honestly do not know anymore. So the question of um, offense is very subjective. I say this because what's, what's offensive to you might not be offensive to me and vice versa. What's offensive in this culture might not be offensive to the people of that other culture right um so yeah but legally speaking yeah offense is a crime or an illegal act so Allah, i'm gonna ask you a very 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 annoying question so the question is Allah, if you were to be called out or cancelled on anything i mean anything what would it be oh shit are we allowed to cancel your show that is that is a very 
loaded question because you don't know you don't know what will offend people from what you will say. But um, I if I was to be called out on anything, I honestly don't know. I'm, I kind of wrap my brain around something I'll say that'll be offensive. I don't know. I try as much as possible not to make decisions or or like from form ideas based off of other people's stuff and just listen to every point of view before making this kind of stuff. Because I feel like that's what people get into trouble for. You support one part of the story without hearing the other part of the story. And then when the other part of the story comes out, everybody's like, oh, you bitch, and then cancel you. And that's another thing. Okay, yeah. So I think my thoughts on religion at some point might be controversial. From certain parts of religion, I'm a Christian, I believe in God. But there are several things, like I, had to, I think I had to put that out there because maybe anytime people say that, they assume that they are like atheist or something. I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not. But there are some things I believe about God that certain believers would not. And I don't know if that's enough to get you cancelled though. But I think Christians also cancelled. So it's just very tricky. Yo, where's the lie? Seriously, where's the lie? People get cancelled on the littlest things. I mean the littlest things. They take you to the court of public opinion and they burn you on a stake. I mean, people threaten to take people to Insta Block Maija. Like the audacity, the actual audacity. You're, you're talking like you've been cancelled before. <laughs> Oh, if I catch you, eh? <laughs> but like, aren't you really amazed at how people go dig up stuff from 10 years ago? Like, they go look for someone's tweet of 2010 just to counter what the person is saying today. Like, it's just really like you guys have so much time on your hands. It just shows you how much people are so unforgiving. They don't believe that people can change their minds, that people can change their opinions. No, it's just it's just not me, please. <laughs> yeah, some people some people some people have this thing where where they where they say the internet never forgets, it never does because there's something recorded somewhere. But that's why another thing is aside from the people that are cancelling, you that do not want to be cancelled, that's to be more careful. Mm-hmm. Like you say, people grow. Yeah? So what you what you think you know today might be completely different by tomorrow, depending on their kind of data that you have access to, depending on the kind of information you have access to, depending on the kind of points of views that you have access to. So if you think of something now, you're like, ah, oh, shit, this is going to get me a lot of retweets. And, you know, actually, some people, some people leave on cancel culture because it's on brands. It works to publicize stuff. How do they even say it? No publicity is bad publicity. Some people leave on that, but for those that do not and do not want to be cancelled, I feel like you know because your because opinions change about certain topics depending on the kind of data you have. Try not to fully make an opinion off of something tiny until you have all forms of the data. So even if they try to cancel you, people like bringing up opposing points of views to cancel. And if they try to cancel you, be like, okay, so I know that point of view. I don't agree to that point of view because this, that, 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 this, and then I still stick to my. POVs you get so you already measured all forms of points of view before deciding because nobody everybody's waiting for you to slip up. That is literally what it, that's what that's literally what social media is. There's people angry about their lives, chilling at the corners for you to text or type something dumb for them to pounce on your head and shit on it. For you, what would you be cancelled for if you No 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 don't do this to me? I'm going to do it to you because you did it to me. So you have to have Oh my god, I mean, it's your cross. Don't do this to me, please. I've already answered you, but I want to know. I want to know. What would you be cancelled for? Oh my god, like, I just realized how difficult this question is to answer right now because I'm on the hot seat, you know, and I'm just racking my brain. Like, what exactly am I going to be cancelled on? Because I don't know. Like, for real, I don't know. You know what? I like to think that um, I'm not a very dogmatic person. I like to exercise the privilege to change my mind anytime. 
that I'm exposed to um, superior knowledge, right? Um, we used to ask this question back in the days. Would you rather be vulnerable than unteachable? And I remember that my answer used to be, um, or is still, that I would rather be vulnerable than unteachable because when I'm unteachable, it's just me being stuck in my ways when I'm vulnerable. I mean, for lack of better words, yeah, it means that I am open to learning, I'm open to changing my mind, I'm open to new opinion. It's not about people saying, I'm not going to change my mind. It's just like you, like, you know, you just have an opinion, you put it out there. You could be wrong. I already to accept that. But you know the way social media mobs are and the keyboard warriors, like you call them, they don't care if you change your mind, even while the conversation is happening after you've been educated, they would rather just cancel you there and then. My thought is not from the point of view of would you change your mind or not, is if you're going to say something considered, because I don't think anything is particularly dumb, but something considered dumb, or something considered, considered um, what was the definition? There was a word that is in the definition that I liked. Uh, objectionable. Objectionable, that's the word I'm looking for. Yes, what would it be? Uh, since we're about this life, I'm just going to say that maybe, I mean, just maybe, my views on sexuality might be considered objectionable because it's a really, really touchy subject. So, yeah, but you know, it can never be that deep, to be honest. <laughs> I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm just about that life, really. I mean, you can exist with your opinions, and I'll exist with my opinions, and everybody's fine. I mean, not stupid opinions, obviously. So that you not say that Blue Ribbon Podcast said you can have just any opinion. I mean, your opinions have to be valid, really. But like, everybody's good. Good, good. Two ideas can exist at the same time and be correct, right? So I could have a point of view on something, and it's based off of the things that I've seen, and you could have a different, completely different point of view on that same thing, which is based off of experience and data and stuff like that. Doesn't make man right, doesn't make you wrong, doesn't make you right also. I, that is a is a nuance that we fail to have in this conversation. And this more thing, you are cancelled. I'm not going to buy a shit again. I am not going to repeat a thing again. Um, some people actually follow those guys so that they can insult. Yo, where's the lie? Where is the lie? trolls everywhere <laughs> but I, have a, I have a question for you because because i don't have an answer to it do you think there's some there's, do, you, do you think there's some things that are cancelable offenses I'll, I'll give an example that i saw recently there was this girl that was dating this racist guy and they did this very very racist to it i did not grow up in the u.s so i don't know i've never actually really felt what it is to be racist it's had a couple of times where you come across people that just doing do some very weird stuff to you because of the color of your skin but they did this racist TikTok video thing and it trended and people started reporting their reporting those guys to the schools and started like pushing them and trying to like completely destroy their lives. Um, do you think that is a that is a cancelable offense? Because there's some things that if you think about it, it's like this is not excusable. Whether you can grow out of this or not, or like there's some things you can really not grow out of. Um, if you if you grew up doing something. It is already part of you. You might, you might change, but it takes a long time to change those things. So do you think those things are cancelable offenses or not? Uh, I don't think the word is cancel. I feel that people should, or I know that people should be held accountable when they default. Like, if you do shit, you get shit. That's what I think. Not necessarily cancelled. With the example I gave, what would holding them accountable look like? Oh, yeah. I'm very sure that they can be held accountable under any anti-racism laws that exist in that country. Yeah, privileges can be stripped off them. Um, yeah, they can undergo retribution. I mean, there are a number of things that can happen to them to get them to be accountable. All right, let's look at R. Kelly, for instance. He's been stripped off all. 
very tricky subject but i love it let's go oh my god i mean surviving r kelly was so difficult to see it was so so difficult and it's so aggravating i'm not gonna lie it's gonna be on the lips of a lot of people for the longest time because um hashtag me to movement you know but i, I just know that nothing will be done if nothing is actively done so the victims would not sit behind their keyboards or their parents would not sit behind the, their keyboards and type all manner of stuff they'd go to court like do their media rounds and ensure that justice is served and that's my point um social media whatever is not activism and i i totally understand i totally agree that um social media has sparked a lot of re revolution but a lot of times if you leave it there it's gonna end there it's gonna end with um a it's gonna trend for two days and it's just gonna die so whatever you're doing on social media or wherever must be backed up by action but you know but like a lot of people are getting so immune to this dragging of a thing or cancelling of a thing because they're like is it not social media ah it don't give me more publicity jerry i don't even care but yo we're all so filthy i mean the things we do in the dark Yo, no. And so I, I think for them, the definition is this. If I have not committed your sin, I can stone you. Do, do you get Because oh there's levels to sins, I guess. That's what people think. That's not what I believe. I agree with you. Um, being able to hold people responsible for their actions is the key thing. So there are, there are things put in place for that. You lock people. Someone like R. Kelly is going to spend a lot of his life in, in prison. But so i think wait i think you're thinking of cancel culture in only the terms of like and i'm trying to play devil's advocate here i could be wrong all right in terms of doing like cyberbullying, technically you know keyboard warriors insulting somebody and stuff like that what people have seen cancel culture to be is stopping every support from people that are committed offenses and i agree with you that nobody's perfect if you're not um if no one is without saying cast the first stone i think what they should just do is allow the person go through necessary consequences put in place to deal with such things mm. and have those people back to their normal lives because um destroying their lives because they made a mistake that is considerably considerably larger than yours it's kind of unfair because if we every mistake we made then if they were used against us none of us would actually be existing anymore mm -hmm. true right like, our lives would come to complete halt some of, some of us not able to get jobs several several things that we've done that are like abominable in several places but people you know put up with that you do things and they understand that people make mistakes you take you take the punishment for that you face your consequences you're held accountable and you move on to your life after that because i think you've learned a lesson right why are prisoners not cancelled right but they go to prison spend their time do their two years do their three years come back out and try to fix back fit back into life there's some stigma, yes, but nobody's trying to disrupt their life completely. You know what I mean? So cancel culture it sort of does that. Stopping support for everything, um, constantly fucking with the person's mental health by saying extremely mean stuff. Oh yeah, I totally agree with the part you talked about, um, you know, stopping support. That's a very big one. Um, I don't know if you saw Ava Duvene's When They See Us. I feel like it threw so much light on this topic of discourse. But I mean, before then, I don't think that saying hateful things about the people of this caliber fucks with their mental health. Because really, they're not on social media. They have social media managers, like proper social media managers at that. They have therapists who tell them don't even go close to the news. So people that churn out hate, you're probably just pouring water on a rock. Alright, so talking about when they see us. I've heard a lot of bad stuff about it. Not like the movie is a bad movie, just like the storyline is very sad. Oh cool, so yeah, 
I particularly love this story because it kind of buttresses what we are trying to say here. So people trended the hashtag cancel Linda Festin. So Linda Festin was the prosecutor, the lead prosecutor um, of the case at that time. Now she is um, an author. She's written about 23 novels in criminal justice and mystery. Um, she's a consultant for high profile sex crimes. She also sits on different boards. But you know what? People call that her books be taken off the shelves and yes, they were. She was also asked to deactivate her um, Twitter and Facebook. That is that, that that happened. It's a true story. Wow. That is sad. Uh, maybe not sad. Let's just say it's karma. It never loses a home address, you know. I know if she loses this, oh my god, she's gonna hate me. Uh, what's the other lady's name again? Um Elizabeth. Um Elizabeth um Ledera. Um, yeah, she was a lecturer at the time at Columbia Law School. She had to resign. I mean, all her awards, award of excellence, everything was revoked. It was that bad. I mean, it was really good. <laughs> so my point, in essence, is that, um, you know, if they had done all of them, cancelled this, cancelled that, and nothing substantial was done, it would have been a waste of time. Yeah, that is that is consequences for the actions. I think I understand it. Exactly. So if you're trying to correct people, when on social media, might not be it really because some of them are not there like i mentioned earlier some of them are already immune to the shit so so yeah if you're trying to correct somebody insulting them is not the way to go people don't people forget that social media brings out the worst on us i've been trying to understand why i think the anonymity the fact that you know that you're in your house nobody can come and beat you because you know you're in your house and nobody can come and beat you so you can say anything to anybody anyhow and get away with it is is what brings out the worst in people and I wish there is sort of like a location service for if somebody says rubbish, you find them and beat their ass up. That's how it is. So you know, it's a joke. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not inciting violence. But you, you get my point. The thing is, everybody has something negative to say about something. I don't know if you're one of those guys. Like it's too much around. I know, right? But I guess you're super chill, so you're good. All right, so let's segue into the role that technology has to play in all of this. I mean, how do you think technology can curb? can cope this problem because it's an actual problem it's a human error it's not a um what's the word it's not a technology error it's not something technology can particularly solve uh, i don't think i'm going to agree with you at this point because i mean it's obvious that technology has enabled it so yeah. i'm not saying i'm saying they just gave us a platform enabling it by giving every single person a platform to be able to talk shit about anybody and get it publicized to everybody in the world if if, they, if, if done right right that is what it has done it has advantages. The disadvantage part is the cancel culture and the billion and then the cyberbullying and stuff like that. Now, I, I'm saying I don't think technology can actually now solve that particularly. I'm not saying they don't have a part in it, in, in making it a very big deal or a big problem. I'm always open to be proven wrong. I think they can find a way to control some of it and make some people scapegoats. And then maybe people, because that's how human beings think. The character sticking out that if you try the good way of oh please don't be mean we'll block your account for a couple of days we'll prevent you from seeing some people's tweets if they block you you know things like that is that there are ways they try to curb it that doesn't also also 100 work all the time because there's a more quality type thing so the best technology can do is try to curb it i don't think they can completely do that and it's it's just it's now moving to a human more you know we, we have herd mentality for bad stuff it's not finding people that will lead herd mentality for people that are more like conscious of other people's mental health that are more conscious of people's um feelings when they're saying mean stuff and trying to understand things from a much larger point of view type thing 
So that would be more what can solve this. They were able to trigger endorphins to be able to make us always constantly check our phones while we hear a notification, even notifications that are ours, right? So they can also help by triggering certain behaviors in us that 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 maybe like help us. So say you tweet you tweet something very hateful, and before you press and when you press tweet, you hear a very large, very loud, sharp, annoying pitched sound. Maybe that you see that that is behavioral change, Pavlov conditioning. This is good, good stuff. It could work, right? So um, you know they have, they have um, sentiment analysis for for words on platforms. If you sentimentalize something and you feel like there's some hate to it, when they try to click to it, do the high pitched sound, you know, you will stop typing rubbish. Again, because we have 100% freedom of speech type thing, some people will say it is impeding on their freedom of speech and leave the platform. And, you know, these tech companies have to be able to balance um, um, shareholder expectations and, uh, and profits for their companies, right? So it's understandable that they might not want to do that. But if they want to keep their platform sane, which I'm sure there's a people who appreciate because we're tired of being of the hate moving around. That might be a solution that could work. There's several other ways. I hear my notifications even when they don't sound. It's like, okay, that my brain is conditioned to do that. It means you can condition them for good behavior also through your tools. Mm. Maybe they can solve it. It's 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 a maybe. I don't I I, I don't know where I'm leaning on that, to be honest. Hmm, so much good stuff on today's show. Um, yeah. Before you go, I need to ask Peter that if they use this idea, they have to pay me. My, um, I have a base fee of two million dollars, um, in equity, and <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not joking. If they do the high pitched thing or like um, if they want to do something about it, they can reach out. I, I like I, I have a, a couple of other ideas that we could brainstorm to make. Oh my God. Um, Jack Dorsey, if you're, I'm going to tag them when we're, when we're like posting the link. If you listen to this, Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg, I'm, I have a fee of $2 million in equity. You can pay me whatever you want to pay after that. I would help you figure out how to enforce good behavior by conditioning people. It's not that difficult. It's not easy, but it's also not that difficult. It's just you might lose customers, but you will keep your platform sane. Oshé, short shooter. Thank you so much, Alamide, for coming through. Um, I really, really appreciate you for sharing your knowledge on restricted and unhindered. And I'm quite sure that our listeners have learned a thing or two about cancel, cancel culture. So yeah, we move. We are we're canceling cancel culture. Hashtag cancel cancel culture. We're going to. <laughs> right. Thank you so much, Alamide, for coming. All right. So I have serious gist for you, Alamide. So over to WhatsApp, like ASAP. Bye. And yeah, such a show. Thank you guys so much for listening till the end. You are the real MVP. If you want to continue the conversation, please use the hashtag, hashtag do better tribe and hashtag blue ribbon podcast across platforms so that we would attend to your questions. You can also drop us a voice memo. The link to drop in a voice memo is in the show notes. I would also appreciate that you drop me a tip on Shuklan. My link is in the show notes as well. All right, guys, at this juncture, I'm going to see you in episode 31. But before I go, please follow us on Instagram at blue ribbon podcast and my personal handle at obakam underscore that's o-b-a-k-a-m underscore i'll see you in episode 31 bye